This is an adult-oriented podcast about really perverse things like communication and consent. If you're underage and looking for answers to questions about sex and kink, please visit scarletteen.com. For the Dubra listeners, no means no. Fuck off, asshole! Somebody help that poor submissive! Look, up there in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane? Is that a flogger? Someone's gotta be having a good time. As the kink signal shines brightly in the night sky, we know that there is fuckery afoot. What kind of fucking town is this? No worries, as they've listened to the Gotham press beforehand, so all will be safe, sane, and consensual. Well, that's reassuring. Right? Yeah, but what's the Gotham press? What is the Gotham press, you ask? It's about time you tell us, don't you think? Well, I'll let the Cape Crusaders themselves educate you on that. Hey, uh, Nintendo, back on the mic real quick, please. How can I help you? Hey, Nintendo. Yes? Who's your daddy? Uh, good night. (laughs) (laughs) You are now listening to the world-famous Gotham Press Podcast. Hey, listeners, it's awesome, and we, the Gotham Press, are back. We're back, and we're front. We're front? I like Back and front. Mm. Hey, we're all here. All of us. All of us. Man, that doesn't happen much, very much. All the parts of us. All the parts of us? Even Mm. the three testicles. Greedy, have you been playing (laughs) with your third testicle again? Sometimes. I did tell you to put it back in the box. Well, I mean, (laughs) Wait, Greedy, Yeah. I don't know you own the testicle. Who did it come from originally? Uh, Well, that's, that's, uh, uh, he doesn't know. Anyway, <laughs> listeners, welcome back to this uh, insanity. I told you he doesn't know. It's a very strange way to open this session here. <laughs> As opposed to all the other ways we've opened it. This is where you draw the line. I'm not drawing any lines. Put it back in the box. Let's I believe you drew the line. Okay. Well, listeners, we're glad you're here. We do have a guest. Would you like to introduce yourself, guest? Hello, I'm Hidden Jen. I am a Bakersfield resident and friend of the show, and I'm happy to be back on after, well... I was on for the special 100th episode, but part of that had been a while. Yeah, not with me, but now you're here with me. Not with you, but now I'm here with you. Yay! It makes it extra special. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I talked you into coming. <laughs> Did she talk you into coming, or did she guilt you into coming? Um, you imply disparity where none exists. The guilt required talking, so... Uh, <laughs> well, 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 there was no guilt! I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He was at Wicked, I was at Wicked. I was like, hey, you should come be on the show. And I was like, oh, I guess I could do that. That'd be a good thing to do. Perfect. Yes, a Perfect. great thing to do. So are you back for more amazing Star Wars information? Uh, Yeah, as long as we don't talk about The Mandalorian, which I am still regrettably have not seen. How uh, have you... How did I see The Mandalorian before you saw The Mandalorian? Uh, a long story. We'll just leave it at that for okay, now. Okay, we'll, we'll go with that. Well, I'll tell you, I saw two episodes and was like, okay, I'm bored. Yeah, well, I honestly can't speak since I haven't seen it yet, but I'm willing to bet that you were just wrong. Um, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that because you're such a Star Wars buff. A-, a little bit. I have to tell you, since we're talking about Star Wars, my best friend and her sister went to a Disneyland weekend, and on the hotel, it said, any special require- requests? And she said, can um, Baby Yoda greet us? And so... In their hotel room were Baby Yoda coloring pages, and then when you lift the toilet lid, there was a photo of Baby Yoda. Because I don't know if you've seen the preview. 
Um, but he like rides in a floaty right. toilet seat. Yeah. It looks like. Yeah, a crib. Yeah. So anyway, that, I, I thought that was I really clever. I haven't seen clever. the show, but I am not immune to meetings. So I've seen a fair okay. amount of things in the yeah. show. Yeah. So it kind of does look like a toilet. And I thought it was really clever and cute. That so. is very interesting. I, I like it. And a hotel did that. Like A Disney so hotel? Fun. No, it was not a Disney hotel. Oh. It was off, wow. off street. They wow! Hotel. They really I'm went out there. I'm uh, curious if they if they had the legal rights to do it. Probably not. Probably not. I but don't know, but wonder how um, long until Disney acquires that hotel. They will <laughs> never know because I'm not telling you what hotel. That's okay. All right. Disney knows. Anyway, I thought it was cute. <laughs> they own the NSA, so I mean, they, they know. Do they really? Yes. Did you not know that? I don't think NSA. Disney... Stop listening. I don't God think Disney phones. owns the government. I don't think NSA works like uh, Alexa. It can't just be like. <laughs> NSA turn off. It work that way. <laughs> okay, so now they've heard us mention the NSA like seven times. They're listening to this entire conversation. How is somebody at the, the NSA? That's eight. You implied is, they're uh, not already. Oh, I'm I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. But somebody at the NSA. That's nine. Um, <laughs> the, uh, a a devout fan and follower of the Gotham Press podcast. Obviously, the NSA ten ten. Is full of kinky people. Are I we just going to see so. how many times we can say NSA 11? 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, how many listeners can we get from the NSA? 12. <laughs> oh, 12 listeners? You'll never know, though, because you'll be like, oh, this one's a shopkeeper in Walla Walla, Washington. This one's a uh, telemarketer in Wasco. This one's, uh, you know. <laughs> all, the, all the places where they bounce the signal. Right. I'm curious. Who the hell named Walla Walla Washington. Walla Walla Bing Bing. <laughs> ting, ting. Walla Walla Bing Bing. It's a term taken from one of the native uh, languages there, and I don't remember exactly which one, but uh, Walla means water, and grammatically, if you walla stream walla. Two, of, uh, two of the same word in a sentence, it, it makes it plural. So it's basically many waters Washington. Many waters. Why do you know this? Leave it to Man About Town. Because he knows right? everything. Don't even get him started on I dinosaurs. I swear to God, that's going to come <laughs> up in a, uh, a trivia night, and I'm going to get points for it. Right. <laughs> well done, Man About Actually, what you do is you bring Man About Town to trivia night. Dude, exactly. We you, need to do trivia night. You are captain. <laughs> captain, my captain. <laughs> oh, my God. I sure hope I'm right about that. And the it's four not of some us. folk etymology I picked up somewhere. And it's totally <laughs> wrong. The four of us need to be a trivia team. Okay. We need to do trivia night because uh, there are several places around town that do trivia. I'm game. Yes. I'm always game. Can't, w- are you in? Sure. Captain. Well, I can't do a trivia night because I work nights. We'll find a night you're well, not working. Fuck your schedule. Call in sick. Hey, or hey, dead. let's talk about other things like our patrons. <laughs> hey, patrons. Hey, our patrons. Patrons? Patrons. 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 For the Patreon. I will Patron. never get that correct. Would you please like to share? I like patrons. That's uh, funny. <laughs> Well, we have we have several patrons, and uh, they are dedicated supporters of the Gotham Press Podcast, and we would like to say thank you all. We love you so very, very, very much. Um, and I've been promising this for a while. We've got stickers. Can I take a photo of you, you holding photo. the sticker, and I'll put it on something? On take something? the photo. I'm trying. Someone talk. Do or do not. There is no try. One, two, three. <laughs> okay. All right. And taking a, a picture while recording. Photo. This is exactly what we want. Oh, my God. Well, hey, but we're going to put it's, it on it's Discord. It's a visual. This is a visual. You'll see. Yes. Anyway, so those will go out to our patrons. 
There you go. I did it right. You did it right. And if you would like to purchase said sticker, we are charging a small fee of $2. $2. And if you want to PayPal it or whatever, we will mail it to you. And these are pretty damn decent stickers. They're not the, the cheapy paper ones that are going to shred apart. You could actually put these on your car. They're, they're like a, a decent quality printed vinyl. And they're cute oh. and they're small, so they're indis... indis Captain? Ind what's the word? Not indistinct. That's not the right no, word. No, no, no. They're, they're right. definitely discreet. They're discreet they're enough. mildly enough discreet. That you have to walk up to it to actually see what it is. So... I kind of like that because it's like. <laughs> yeah, I'm handling one, and this does seem like much nicer quality than most stickers I've seen handed out at like bands and stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 So if you're in, you know, Columbia or. Columbia. I don't know. Iowa. Hey, um, the UK. Thank you. Uh, Germany. Oh, Germany. That's what it was. <laughs> Gosh, I couldn't think of it. Um, we'll what mail about it Germany? To well, mm -hmm. Germany. So shout out to Germany. Because I posted a few pictures on my um, Micromanager Lala Fett page, and I got likes from all over the world, Germany being the first one that I noticed. Damn. So thank you oh. to Germany. Yeah. Thank you, German listeners. Notice, yes. I didn't get any likes from my pictures. That's because you and I, Greedy, are males. Okay, okay. So one of the things I want to point out is I've got pictures of my mistress on my profile. Like, hot fucking pictures of her. Yeah. Um, they pictures. just go to her profile. Huh? They'll just go to her profile. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. But, you know, shit happens. Uh, awesome's playing footsies with me under the table. Nice. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Not at all. They have a special bond that's hard to... No, nope, really stop it, Greedy. So, wait. We were talking about boxes and yes. putting testicle in boxes. Wait, what? Wait. Uh, let's I thought talk... we were talking about putting a testicle in a candy sweet box. We were, we were talking about that hmm. um, prior to this recording. Okay. So, for right now, we're talking about the Mischief Box. Thank you. I wanted to segue to Mischief Box. Yes, the Mischief Box, which is actually something one of my coworkers hit me to. It's a box that you pay $100 for. Mm -hmm. They send you out the box. It is wrapped up very well. And what happens is you have an option. You can open the box and get what's in there, okay. which could be anything from a piece of chewed gum to a paperclip to a, um, wow, why can I not think of the thing? A uh, drone. Uh, yeah, the DJI Mavic. Yeah, uh, to the deed for, the deed, wow, the uh, title for a Vespa. Ooh. Yeah, it can be anything from a dollar to $7,000. But wow. if you do not open said box in 100 days, you will get a thousand dollars wait 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 there there's a caveat if you do not open the box in 100 days after that hundredth day passes you send it back to the company yeah you unopened. send it back unopened so mm -hmm. they can so they can verify and then they will send you a thousand dollars or however they get it to you I'm I'm thinking I'm going to do that I, I can invest a hundred bucks in my future thousand dollars. And yeah. of course, it'll probably be taxed at a winnings rate. So, probably. five hundred dollars will go into my wallet, and five hundred goes to Uncle Sam. Well, Fuck you, the, NSA. <laughs> well, the thing is, <laughs> twelve. That this That's thirteen. Thirteen. The boxes, I believe, 20. it goes out on the twenty-fifth, which should be the actual day. This no, no, okay. it'll be the day before this goes out. The day before this goes out. So by the time you guys hear this, we will have Do either that. we will have either bought our boxes or not bought our boxes. <laughs> Um, one of the prizes, though, caught my eye and made me laugh out loud. What's that? It is, 
It is a toaster bath bomb. Oh, I saw that. A what? A bath bomb to die for. It's a bath bomb <laughs> in the shape of a toaster. You drop the toaster into the bath, and it wow. fizzles. Wow. So was that what you were laughing at, Jen? Actually, I thought you'd run across the vibrator that they have listed. Oh, I don't see the vibrator. Maybe it throws up different is things. Is it an for... egg? Uh, no, it's... Uh... No, it's a vibrator. I, I saw I'm it on there. I'm trying to see it. I don't see a vibrator. Well, can we post this link? Uh, yes, we can. I really, we can most definitely do that. I see a cactus. I really don't see a vibrator. But it's underneath the cactus somewhere, I believe. No. The, the one thing I noticed about at least the things I saw, even though they can be valued up to $7,000, I, I look at them and I go, are any of these things, which is because they're all individual items, things I would want more than $1,000 in my pocket to do whatever I needed or wanted to do with? Oh, here. I just discovered an interesting thing on this link. If you touch... The chewed gum, it says you have a 2% chance of getting it. Yes, it tells you your percentage of getting whatever thing. But a pack of gum, you have a 4% chance. Yeah. yeah. They even have Beanie Babies on it. But the Vespa's like a 0.1%, I think. 0.1, yeah. Oh, yes. You're right. Oh, what about the toaster? It is. Okay, point, so that it implies... It is 1%. Okay. That yeah. implies that there is a finite amount of these boxes to be sold. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if it's point one, that means there's a thousand boxes, thousand hundred dollars each, hundred thousand um, dollars, and I, I wonder how many prizes there are. We we need to figure out exactly mathematically how much this is going to cost, how much it's going to benefit them, mm. and if everybody keeps their box over a hundred days, does everyone get a thousand dollars? You found it. I found the vibrator. <laughs> What's it called? Dame Kip. And there's a uh, 1.1% chance uh, that you could win a pair of Louis Batons. I don't. I'm <laughs> or not a, a Rolex. I'm not a name person. I, it's You're, right here. You, you don't wear heels? <laughs> well, my heels are up in the air. Ah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> right oh, my God. I, I thought that was one of those uh, uh, air scent sprayer things. It, it doesn't look like a vibrator. Yeah, so mischief, mischief box. I don't think I'll be investing in that. Not my thing. I'm mm. not a gambler. No. I wouldn't open it. If I, I was like, I, I would buy it, sit it somewhere, and not worry about it for 100 days yeah. and get my $1,000. You're not a gambler, but you are patient. I, I think I, I would like patient. to. I think I would like to get 10 of them and sit them aside for 100 days. <laughs> so you get yeah. $10,000. $10,000. Hey, pay up, sucker. Right. Well, um, so I'll look at me. <laughs> I don't know why we're all looking you at me. You said um, so oh, eyes all went wonk. boobs. And corset. That must be it. That's got to be. Yeah. So, trying to find my... Okay. Oh. Animal Crossing. Oh, God. Animal Crossing is coming out March 2020 for the Switch. And Nintendo is over there jiggling her boobs in excitement. Her whole body, actually. She's hey, just Nintendo, like... do you want to come talk about Animal Crossing? Oh, she's coming. She's so excited. Um, my son is also very excited. The one that thinks I'm in a cold. Would you like her on my mic? No. Yeah. Hmm? Um, yeah. Or he's putting on her on his mic. Yeah. Yeah. So she's going to share a mic with me. And I might put my hand on her leg. Up close and personal. Yeah. Up close Hi. and personal. Hi. How are you? I'm wonderful. Can I'm you scooch up Animal closer Crossing. even? There you go. Animal Crossing. There yeah. you go. I think this may be the closest I've ever been to you. <laughs> I would like to humbly agree. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. So, what about Animal Crossing, Lala? 
No, not Lala. Oh, me. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were going to ask Bunner what her. I was asking you what about Animal Crossing and then go to her. Oh, it, it, it's a new game for the Switch. It's coming out March 20th. Um, and you have to, you can pre-buy it. Uh, I don't have a Switch, so I'm sad. But I used to play it on the other game system, the Wii, all the time. And uh, yes, tell us why you're so excited. I am so excited because I've put in a ridiculous amount of hours on Animal Crossing Pocket Cam to make my camp specifically look like Alice in Wonderland. So I'm very excited to be on a deserted island and have nothing but all the time in the world to be able to make my deserted island look like exactly what I want. Complete with Tom Nook and Gulliver and all of my favorite animal friends, I literally cannot wait and I'm not ashamed to say that I cannot wait for Animal Crossing. Go Animal Crossing. <laughs> Go Animal Crossing. <laughs> hmm. And I heard that there's a mobile app that you can actually play too. Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Add me if you would like to. <laughs> I am curious. Um, can you transfer data from Pocket Camp to the regular Animal Crossing coming out on the Switch? Now, I'll be honest, I'm not sure about that, but that would be pretty awesome. The way it looks, I don't think you're going to be able to transfer the data from the mobile game to the Switch game, but if you can, that would be seriously awesome. Well, that isn't something that's uh, unheard of, because I know on uh, Not Injustice, uh, one of the fighting games that I uh, play, um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Soul but they No, 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 no. Um, but they had a mobile app that went along with it, and things that you did in the mobile app, uh, you got prizes and things in the main game because of it. It was a uh, Mortal Kombat and another game, um, same kind. I remember, I remember uh, Watch Dogs did that. Oh yeah, Watch Dogs, you could do that as well. Yeah, if you used the mobile app and like got levels and built up in that, you got things in game for that. Mm-hmm. Huh, that's pretty interesting and very helpful. Yeah. So hopefully Nintendo's going to do that. <laughs> Nintendo, be nice. Be nice. <laughs> be nice. I don't think they're going to be nice. Well, they're Nintendo, so they really don't have to be nice. Hmm. They have to be as nice as their shareholders want them to be. <laughs> well, it's going to be fun. So, uh, anybody else have anything to add about Animal Crossing? I will not be playing it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like my thing either. It's uh, it's not a bad game. It's just not my it, thing. Yeah, it looks kind of like Minecraft with Playmobil uh, toys running around instead of Legos. It's, uh... <laughs> Captain, I might steal your ex- or your your uh, Nintendo Switch for a little bit just to try it. But are you going to buy I the game? Know. I might. Oh. So just so you know, like the difference between playing on the Wii or the mobile, I believe, is that you have to actually craft your furniture instead of just finding the leaves that become the 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 furniture um, set that you want. Like you have to run around and buy and buy and buy and then go the store and buy the matching chair or whatever but now you can actually craft your set the way you want it yeah so in the mobile version in pocket camp you actually do have to craft your own things and they even have it sorted by different essences so you can have furniture that's of a cute essence or of a natural essence or of an elegant essence they have a lot of different essences and a lot of different animals that identify with those essences so i'll be interested to see how that comes back into play uh, I agree. Mm-hmm. So you did say uh, one thing when we were watching the video that you l- did like about the uh, game. What's that? That they can just 
whack a tree with an axe and it shit out wood for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. So, so in the uh, in the preview on YouTube, they have a, uh, uh, a fox or badger or whatever the hell it is uh, <laughs> using or uh, swinging a whack, uh, swinging a whack, <laughs> swinging an axe at a tree. And every time he hits that tree with the axe, he doesn't chop into the tree. The tree just <laughs> happens to somehow shit out chopped wood. And, and that's exactly what you want, right? I, the environmentalists are going to love that. You know, <laughs> they're not chopping down trees; they're just getting rid of excess waste. <laughs> You're so bad. You're so bad. I hope so. Oh my goodness. Okay. Mm. Anyone else have anything else to say about Animal Crossing? Do you have anything? I to don't. Say? I'm good. I'm I'm happy it's coming out and that people are excited for it. Nintendo, any last words? Thank you for having me. The Bunner Court rest. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being had. Don't go too far because we might have your uh, opinion on some other things that we're going to talk about later. So, yeah. <laughs> Seeing the cheer nearby. <laughs> so, we have some questions from Discord. Whoa. For, some questions for who? From For us, I guess. Uh, no, no, wait. No, no. The first question is actually for our guest. Yes. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yes. Um, Brad of Steel asks, what is it like knowing literally everyone in town? I wouldn't know because I do not know literally everyone in town. I don't even know a majority of people in town. It's a big town. That is not true. (laughs) There is evidence of of a past visit to First Friday, like just this First Friday, and you knew apparently everyone. I... Knew several people there. <laughs> um, okay, for the for the listeners at home, I've kind of gotten a reputation in the local community because I have apparently a wider social network than many of them, and I frequently, when in public, run into one or two people I know. Um, one or two. You were there for some of the more egregious examples, where it may have extended above that. <laughs> as was greedy, who we I still joke about. Yeah, yeah. Running into folks at a local coffee shop. Uh, yeah, that was that was rather amusing that I went there to meet somebody that uh, you know and just happened to run into you, and then they happened to run into you, and both of us thought that you were there to meet all of us. And <laughs> I wasn't. I had just stopped because I saw someone I knew and wanted to talk to them. <laughs> yeah, somebody else that you knew that you wanted to talk to before I arrived and ran into you. And uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it was an interesting day. So. I guess in answer to Brad of Steel's question, it's it's kind of nice having a bit of a social net, but it also makes things a little awkward at times. I was recently approached by a coworker who I don't know very well who asked me about how the food was at the venue where Wicked is run because he had seen me there. <gasps> oh. Um, so I just said, uh, the food's pretty good. A few of my friends met up there to eat, and uh, yeah, that was nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. The, the downside of being a man about town. Yes. So I Does, played it off. I th- think they thought it was just a one-off meetup with friends. Um, it doesn't sound like they go f- there frequently enough to make any patterns. Uh, if they do, I'll just have to say, well, it's a weekly meetup with some friends. And, <laughs> yeah. The mm. place was so nice, we decided to keep coming back. Exactly. Yeah, it's the okay. meat. It's the meat. That's the reason we keep coming and, back. And the staff. I'm yeah. really pleased with yeah. the service we get from our staff, even if it's sometimes a little hard because we show up with a huge group and there's not many of them as many as them wednesday's a slow day otherwise for them right yeah (coughs) you'd think maybe they would plan on having extra staff on that night well i I can see why they wouldn't because we don't consistently bring in numbers it's not always a lot we've had a few wickets recently where it was 
under a, a dozen, which sounds like it'd be a lot, but it's not in the context of True. other times where we come in with 40 to 60 people. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we okay. didn't even have a dozen this Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. There this were Wednesday like was eight. Yeah. It was a very small. Very one. small. Hmm. I actually went to Wicked, you guys, and nobody was there except well, I was our work. Man About Town. <laughs> well, Man About Town is always going to be there. And our friends from Ventura even came up. Oh. oh. They're in our audience right now, but they're rather quiet at the moment. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I think we need to mic up one of them. <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, no, that'd um, be mean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's not asleep. He's just listening. Um, Thief of Dreams wants to know your back door. Ha, ha, ha. And then says, autocorrected from backstory, but I couldn't bring myself to delete it. It's a hidden gem. <laughs> well, it's funny he mentions the back door because anyone who's been to my home knows, if they've explored it far enough, my master bathroom has a back door to my backyard. Yes. Interesting. Um, <laughs> and it's there because of the layout of the house when whoever owned it before me expanded, they decided to use the existing back, back door, door. <laughs> as the door into the bathroom. And they're like, well, we still need a back door back here. So bathroom back door. Uh, <laughs> so if you hear um, intruders, you just grab the sword off your bathroom wall and well, go out the back door. <laughs> that one's a batleth. And while I like it as a decoration, it's not the most practical defense sword. So I'd grab one of the swords in my bedroom that's, you know, right there. Right, but How hey, many swords do you have? Um, displayed or total? Yes. Total. Oh, geez. Displayed, I have... I have about 25 to 30 on display. Another 10 I don't display because I'm running out of wall space. <laughs> um, but most of them are display weapons that I wouldn't use for home defense. Here's the um, question. Do you, are you trained in any of them? I am a, a fencer. Um... I've so I'm familiar with. Uh... Why are you Ooh. laughing, Bree? I find that offensive. That's, that sounds, oh. Hey, wait, that sounds like a fetish. I write. I'm a fencer. Well, hmm. there is a lot of poking and touching involved in fencing. So, um, I, he just made this amazing hand gesture with two fingers. Which, wow! <laughs> I bet you're good. I, I, I want to say he just motioned. What, what, what is that? Capafira. Uh. Capoferro. <laughs> Are you trying to say Capybara? No, he's trying no. to say Capoferro. I'm Capifero. and he's making a reference, I believe, to the Princess Bride. Yes. But the Princess Bride actually was using real fencing masters' names. Yes. So Capoferro, uh, Tybalt, um, uh, a couple others. I'm I'm blanking on the lines now. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Those were all real um, fencers. Renaissance fencers with important things to add to. Uh, Defensing, like the modern lunge, was originally well, not the modern version, but lunging as a important tactic was first uh, put forward by Capoferro. Um, so that was yes. Let's go back to the back door. <laughs> back to the back door. <laughs> Let's go back to the back story. Back, back to your to, backstory. How is it that you know everyone in town? Um, I've been a well, I've I'm from a small mountain community near. Bakersfield, but I've been a part of Bakersfield since I had to be bust down the hill to high school. He put up flyers about himself. Hey, meet me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been I've been around in Bakersfield for what twenty one years. Because you're just a child. Aww. Aww. Yeah, you're about so twenty one years since I started. <laughs> since I was my sophomore year of college. Um, <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, so I've I've been around. I've gotten involved in a few events locally, and so you know, over time, you do a few events with a few people here, a few events with a few people there, and then you have a couple very outgoing friends who introduce you to everyone they know. Um, over time, it just you just evolves. kind of ac- accumulate, I guess. Yeah, into knowing I don't, acquaintances. I don't know if I had this conversation with you, but I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers, and. I said, I know this guy who knows literally everybody. And they're like, he can't. And so I gave a very brief description of you. And they're like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) They had to think of like, wait, do I know him? Apparently, you know one of their siblings. (laughs) Okay. So like, see, he. It's like seven. Six degrees. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. What's funny is I used to make this joke about another friend of mine. And it was funny because he knew everyone and none of us could ever know everyone. And now you guys are making this joke about me and it feels very surreal. (laughs) Uh, Kind of like deja vu. Did did you take his place? Deja vu all over again. Yeah. What's that? Did you take his place? I I don't think so. Well, he did move to LA and so I'm. (laughs) And now I know many of his friends. Um, yeah. Well, this just got kind of awkward. So as far as my backstory goes otherwise um like i said small mountain community growing up then i've been a bakersfield resident for almost all of my adult life what about your uh kink backstory how'd, how'd you get into all that kink backstory yeah um, who who in, who introduced you to friends of this community um well, you, you probably knew them already <laughs> oh you probably did know I, it wasn't me don't point at me i have several times gone to an event and been oh hi i didn't expect to see you here <laughs> Um, when they're co- doing their first time with with our community, um, I love and they that came shock and s- awe look in their eyes when it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they came and saw you like oh, you too. <laughs> I, I I don't think that many were just like, surprised by it. I think oh well, I don't know. I I think I'm really not sure what they thought when they saw me there. I didn't always be like. So what did you think when you saw me? Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> creeper. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they thought greedy he, he was a creeper well uh. and something i know about you because i went to your birthday party yes. is you have you have a very eclectic group of friends and you're open <laughs> and you you they know about the lifestyle and yeah. they know about your friends in the lifestyle and they're totally chill and cool about it yeah i don't i don't try to like i don't go out of my way to talk about it and at that party um i was initially trying to downplay it for the Bulk of people. Yeah, I was I was trying to keep cover up for those who might not want to have been outed, but there was there was a majority of people from the community there, and they just kind of <laughs> talked about stuff. So I think several of my more vanilla friends were like, "Okay, since I know what he does on his Wednesdays and Saturdays, <laughs> I'm willing to bet these people are from that." Wait, um, hold on. So are you telling me that they know what you do on Saturdays now? Is that why you don't get like? bombarded by messages no I, I still get bombarded by messages they don't keep track of which saturdays are first or third so. <laughs> <laughs> so i still get a and not all my not all of my friends are privy to it like i said i don't go out of my way to tell them so unless yeah. it's come up they don't know hmm. um yeah so listeners so you know uh for that first what year and still um every saturday uh poor hidden john would be looking at his phone and i look over like so how many parties are you missing tonight and not once was it ever less than two. <laughs> yeah, that that I, I think you've uh, 
told me that uh, you, you were missing five in a given Saturday. Oh, jeez, man. <laughs> that yeah. was that was one of the holidays. I think it was Hall- Halloween. Yeah, it was weekend. Halloween. Oh, and okay. It was just like there were so many different people trying to throw Halloween parties. And I'm like, if only more of you knew each other and you could consolidate your efforts, this would be so much easier. <laughs> Well, that's you are the gateway. You're supposed to introduce them. Yeah, but I'm not supposed to tell people how to run their Halloween parties. Um, <laughs> True. This is why you decide, hey, I'm throwing a Halloween party. It'll be on this weekend, the second weekend, and <laughs> you'll all be able to come out to it. Or the fourth weekend. And it won't interfere with my other parties. Oh, no. Can't be the fourth weekend anymore. <laughs> oh, stop. Oh, shush. Oh, speaking of, this is being recorded after game night where we played... Trial by trolley. It went over fairly well, in my opinion. I think it was a lot of fun. I, 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 I do think that we need to have smaller teams for it, though, because yeah, playing that was with lot. ten people was uh, a bit much. And uh, I hope our guests uh, don't mind. I, I improvised a little bit. Um, Trial by trolley doesn't have a Satan seat. Yeah, I didn't think it but, did. Uh, <laughs> Well, so you could include everybody. I didn't want to make, yeah, I didn't want to make the teams lopsided, and I wanted to uh, throw a wrench in it just a little bit and give everyone the opportunity to say "fuck you" to everyone that they didn't want to, you know, win. Hey, greedy! For those that haven't listened uh, before to hear what Trial by Trolley is, what is it? Uh, Trial by Trolley is a game that was uh, made by the uh, the creators of Cyanide and Happiness, which is a fucking <laughs> awesome cartoon comic strip. Um. Anyway, they, they put together this Kickstarter where you play as a conductor or as a team on a on one of the sides of the tracks. And the conductor decides the lesser of two evils. Who is going to die? But it's not just one person. It's, no, it's various people and animals and kickstarter servers and you know just all sorts of fun stuff and winning lottery tickets winning lottery tickets uh, the and, cure for cancer and cats being cuddled by an- by dogs uh, and other things uh the 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 bad cards like uh mecha Hil- mecha hitler zombie or, osama. Uh, zombie osama bin laden um the uh, actual antichrist kardashian the kardashians <laughs> oh, oh. And, all and- right Velociraptor. Oh yeah, alt right oh. Velociraptors. <laughs> so we could list for days and days, but yeah. but the fun thing about this is you have to argue to, to make your point. To who's going to live? Well, that's not what I was getting at. Oh, I sorry. think what she's getting at is that um, well, the Gotham Press got into this uh, Kickstarter, and we put forth some money and got a collector's pack. So somebody this quarter is going to win. A collector's pack of Trial by Trolley. But you have to have the secret code. Yeah, I, I believe uh, the secret code for this episode is hidden. So contact hidden. Candy at 805-303-1173. Say that again, Greedy. 805-303-1173. Leave a lovely message for Candy and her sweet box. <laughs> at 805-303-1173. Okay, it's beaten. And make sure it says hidden so you can win the prize. Uh, and tell us your name because I swear to God, <laughs> if somebody if somebody sends in the code word again, I'm going to troll you. Well, and you're the, going to lose all of your entries. Here's the funny thing, Greedy. Yes. So you asked the person to, you know, why didn't they put in their name? When uh-huh. I check that message, I have them in my phone, so I have their name. Oh, I know, I know. But but you part don't. of the part of the entry rules, part of the entry qualifications are 
No, I don't. I don't put anybody into my phone. Ah. I, I don't. I don't want their contact information. That's mm. well. No, this no. is just I had it beforehand, so it showed up. Ah. Okay. So you knew that person. Yeah. Anyway, but yes, please. If you're sending in an entry, send in your name, your or your FET name. Yes. yes. Your FET name is what we require. Yes. So. If for whatever reason you're listening to this podcast and not on FetLife, what the fuck? How did you find us? <laughs> Text Candy Sweetbox with that. Yeah, tell us how you found us and why you're listening. And Well, more importantly, text us how you found us and then make yourself a VetLife account. Yeah, and then and then join us in our camaraderie. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of hidden, that's a nice segue for a very serious article that we found. <laughs> Yes, so last year, um, a girl was found at a man's house. Um, the reason she was found was because she was on a anorexia forum. And one of the people on the forum called the FBI and found this girl who had been missing for 399 days. Mm-hmm. Damn. 399 days. Um, she ran away from home. This is... Um, uh, Haley Burns. Uh, she was in North Carolina, I believe. Ran away from home to go be with this guy uh, in a BDSM relationship, a DDLG relationship. Oh, this guy's a piece of work. He kept her in a cage for most days, would deny her food. Um, just a whole bunch of just a whole bunch of horrific things for the media for 399 mm. days. And then when he, when they went to trial, his sentence was 10 years of probation and eight months in prison, which they credited because he had already been in lockup for eight months, I believe. Yeah, it was time served, according to Time this. served, yes. And the reason this was brought to my attention, uh, thanks to Bunner, were because of the comments on some of the videos that came up with it because it was in the news recently because she was in an interview with Dr. F on the Dr. Phil show. Some of the comments to some of those videos were, Oh, well obviously she was in a kink relationship. So she, you know, she didn't have any real say, you know, those kinky people, they don't believe in, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Consent. Consent. Yeah. That word. You know, she has she has no say so. She agreed to that. Well, let me read what I what caught my attention. Yes. Um, when they met online, he had asked her how her life was, and she was very unhappy. And he talked her into moving in with him. Yeah. So he picked her up when she was sixteen years old. Six. Oh yes, in, I, I, in I forgot the age. Started, yeah, that, started grooming at fifteen, picked her up at sixteen, right. Found at seventeen, and they went into a sexual relationship where they simulated consensual non consent. Sexual acts. Yes. Which over time, he became more aggressive and was ignoring her safe words and was punishing her and using her anorexia and food as punishment. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah. Nice piece of work. It, uh, it's nice horrible. Piece of work. And the fact that he's only getting 10 years of probation. The fact what that the he heck? didn't get any actual jail time. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Why, yes. would, he, why would he get actual jail time? Because she was 16? Let's see, because he was 16. Oh, he was 16. Because she was 16. Uh -huh. uh, because that's basically imprisonment. Hang on. Hang on. 
I, I I'd like to I'd like to clarify a point here. I'm not I'm not trying to stick up for the guy because okay, I was fuck? I was wondering like but what the hell. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Okay, in Georgia, the age of consent is 16. Okay, okay. So if this girl if this girl was in a consenting relationship with this guy, and knew about everything that was going to go on before, because you said that she was being groomed from 15, right? Yes. Right. That's creepy as fuck that he was uh, a 32-year-old then was uh, pursuing a 15-year-old. But the fact is, she turned 16. In Georgia, that's the age of consent. So why should we, why should we make a big deal about it if she was of legal age in that state? Okay, so I, she was of legal age in that state. Uh-huh. Well, as far as keeping someone against their will, though. Well, but again, consensual non-consent. The the claim was the claim was this was planned out and but it was I'm cons- just playing devil's advocate right here. but what what was quoted was was it was consensual non consent sexual acts not to be kept in a cage for 399 yeah. days yeah you can't consent to kidnapping in Georgia at 16 I don't think I don't even think if you that's... can consent to certain sexual acts right right you can consent to sex which you can't <laughs> officially in many places what kinky people do is still illegal considered illegal. Right, agreed. <laughs> Sorry, Bunner. The is, Bunner Court is uh, is hand gesturing like, yes, that is my point. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what I'm saying is a lot of things that we do, even though we enjoy it, uh, we all have good fun. We all talk about it with each other. We talk about it on this podcast. A lot of vanilla and legal things say that, oh no, it's wrong. So. Regardless of how much consent there was for her saying yes, let's do this, mm-hmm. still illegal. Now I know I'm 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 splitting hairs here because you know there are some things I say, hey, this shouldn't be illegal. This is one thing that I think one thousand percent shouldn't have gone on, and that's just my opinion. False imprisonment. False Bunner. Aye aye aye. She is trying to rip a cork with her teeth. Bunner, do you need assistance with that wine bottle? <laughs> she said not to insult her like that. Wow. Like that. <laughs> um, it, uh, false imprisonment is what comes from a listener on the couch. Yes, false yeah. imprisonment. Yeah. It's yeah. horrible. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so the article went on to say that over time, uh, he violated their agreement with uh, excessive force. And it was, yeah, it, it was a negative, negative experience for the yeah. girl. She had uh, uh, like major back neg- problems because she hit, was kept in the cage for. Yeah. I think long, negative experience periods. is far too light a thing to say about uh, imp- false imprisonment. And at, if at that point she wasn't consenting, which it very much sounds slavery. like. Yes. Yeah. It's repeated rape. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just full stop. Agreed. Yeah. I, I I do agree. I'm I'm again. I was only playing devil's advocate for. I know, that but sometimes you argument. even have to you have to remind the devil to shut the fuck up. I <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Um. So the reason this was all brought up is because of the comments on Doctor Phil. Yeah. Yeah. So what were the comments, Captain? Actually, hey, uh, Bunner, would you come over here? Or over there? Over there. Back onto the mic. There we go. Back onto the mic. Did you get that open? Okay. <laughs> so the comments basically imply... A little bit closer. 
the comments are basically implying that the BDSM community has absolutely zero concept of consent. And a lot of other comments also imply that it was her fault because a 16-year-old child is definitely capable of making those decisions, even though the BDSM community is very strictly 18 plus. That, that, that's what got me and that's what inspired me to send it into the Gotham Press. Okay, um, I, uh, again, devil's advocate here. The BDSM community, I, I'm just saying. What about the BDSM yeah, community? Doesn't, it sure. doesn't necessarily have to be 18 if the age of consent. Go ahead. No, 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 no. A thousand <laughs> times no. BDSM is 1,000%. There's no room for devil's advocate. The devil can suck my dick. It's 18 <laughs> plus only. You, uh, the age of consent might be 16 in some places it might not be 18 in some places however the bdsm community is strictly 18 plus if you believe in fucking with anybody under the age of 18 that's pedophilia that's not a kink it's illegal it's disgusting goodbye i love it when i get to rile her up (laughs) and keeping someone as a prisoner is illegal in any state at any age agreed agreed so stop being devil's advocate this guy was an ass Yes, he was. He was a pedophile. What, what was that, Bunner? Pedophile. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been put properly in your place now, Greedy? Oh, I'm going to keep playing the devil's advocate. Oh, <laughs> damn it. You're, ooh, she's cracking <laughs> her like knuckles, man. She's going to hit you. Hey, okay. In, in complete honesty, I have no love for this guy. Okay? What he did is fucked up. So... I just like riling people up. I don't take the shits. I just disturb them. (laughs) I would like this to go on the record, Greedy. I hope you burn your tongue on hot soup. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure it will happen. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, Let's 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 move away from this because it's. It's hard and it's uncomfortable. Kind of a heated argument there. Yeah, it it was. And thank you for doing that because it showed passion. And, uh, yeah, let's talk about something really nice. Okay. Lila, you put in something in here about sensuality and BDSM. I did. Because in um, Discord, we always ask for topic suggestions. And Thief of Dreams asks, what is a sensualist and why are they overlooked by the BDSM community? So I, Greedy and I chatted and we looked up what a sensualist is. Isn't, um... Um, pickles essentialist. I don't know. She is a sensationalist. Sensationalist. Okay. Uh, I, There's a difference. There is there is a a difference, but I think they actually do run side by side. So they're parallel, but not the same. Yes. Okay. So, um, off the top of anybody's head, do you guys know the definition of a sensualist? I have it written down, so if you're wrong, I will correct you. Hidden Jan? Well, it sounds like if it's already written down, we can just work from the definition. uh, (laughs) Let's go with the definition that Lala's got. I do not know. Okay. It is a person devoted to physical, especially sexual, pleasure. Oh. So physical pleasure. A lot of overlap with uh, hedonist, uh, someone who philosophically regards pleasure as one of the highest goods and seeks it out accordingly. Oh, Nice. This well, is why we have you on Hidden, yeah? You're smart. <laughs> so, someone who just derives pleasure, why why would that be overlooked by the BDSM community? Aren't we all seeking pleasure? I, I w- think... Go, go ahead. ahead. 
I think that uh, somebody that's just seeking pleasure is going to be largely viewed by the BDS- BDSM community as just somebody after sex. You know, they're they're after vanilla stuff. You know, um, what the the typical vanilla uh, view of kinky sex is is just excitement. You know, so as a a, a whole, the BDSM community is more focused on the domination. Uh, domination, domination, mind fuck, <laughs> domination. Yes, uh, of the mind fuck, of the um, the power exchange, and sensuality. It's it's not really looked at as kink so much as uh, byproduct. It's kind of more yeah, romantic, maybe. right? Like more I romantic I thought yeah. before I started doing research, I thought it was all about romance and you know making love and. Like more, very much vanilla. Okay. Like the religious mm. vanilla. What's what's the? If uh, I can say that. What's the quote? <laughs> I don't make love. I fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not sensual. No, it's not. It's not. There's right. there's and, an old van- vanilla world joke that I remember that it was like, uh, what's the difference between kinky and perverted? Kinky's using a feather. Perverted's the whole chicken. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's. I think we've reached a point where what. That joke thinks of as kinky is not anywhere you would find in kink communities. I mean, a feather is just mainstream sorts of things you do to just not be dumb fucking in the bedroom. Not to be vanilla. To actually do some foreplay or something. There's no power exchange, like you said. There's no um, harder sorts of sensation. Right. Um, yes. And so I think, I think it. By using a foil someone, and a scene. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that at this time. <laughs> um, the uh, the sort of very gentle sensualism is so mainstreamed at this point in a typically in a romantic context because your Tinder date's probably not going to bring a feather, um, <laughs> but your but your okay Cupid date might um, or a blindfold or a blindfold, right? Um, so I think at this point they've kind of have been normalized to a point where they don't have a identity within the BDSM community as being kinky at all. Right. Cause there's not everyone in BDSM is doing something that's a little bit on the edge of society's idea of what is typical for sex. Um, and I think the basics of sensuality have rightly become part of the basics of a mainstream romantic sexuality. Okay. Well, I I really didn't feel like sensuality was part of BDSM, but okay. I've been proven wrong because okay. I did some research. <gasps> and I found a gentleman in Bryan, Texas, and I did write to him and I did uh, Verify. Tell, him, tell him I enjoyed his writing and that he like, hit the bullseye for me. For understanding the connect the correlation between the two, right? And if you guys wouldn't mind, I will quote him. Right. Uh, do, please do. Do we have the uh, did his give, fet name? He did give permission for his fet name and his quote. Okay. It's a little bit on the longer side, so just bear with me. Um, his name is <gasps> Mr. J. Sir, and like I said, he's from Bryan, Texas. It's easy for a man to say I love women or I love the female form. But it is so much more than just appreciating boobs. It's the curves, the delicacies of a, wo- of a woman herself. When you're talking BDSM, you're talking about a mental connection between two people. 
That mentality, along with the love of the body, provides the most sensual aspect of any connection. When you add the love of her body, uh, sorry, when you add the love of how her body trembles, quivers, quakes, shudders, and turns red with goosebumps, whether achieved through touch, feathers, kisses, paddles, or a wheel, you've gotten into the idea of sensual BDSM. Okay. Well said. So, right? Um, yeah. So, I didn't realize it, uh, but my dominant is very sensual because I think that he does adore my body and he takes care of me in all those ways. And then there's the passion that follows, which I consider the kink. But I didn't realize the sensual aspect. Right. Real quick, uh, gentlemen, can we give a clap for adoring Lala's body? Oh. <laughs> and butter claps as well. Oh, and uh, the rest of our audience. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Um, so in writing to this gentleman and telling him how I appreciated, you know, his knowledge and, and how he worded things, uh, he sent me back, um, because I also expressed, Hey, my dominant does that. I didn't even realize that was sensual. And he says, sensuality comes from love of your dominant. And it's, if he's already doing this, it means he cares and appreciates you as a person, not just as a plaything. So if you're not getting that, if you're not getting those goosebumps, if you're not getting that tender touch that goes along with the hard touch, yeah, maybe you're just a plaything. And if that's your kink, great. I well, prefer the sensuality to go with the kink, and I didn't even know it. Uh, and I agree with that. There are people that, when I see some people play, and I'm like, oh, that's their, that's definitely their thing. But you know, if it's their thing, as long as it works for them, that's great, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And like me, like with me and Bunner, like when we're in the dungeon doing a scene, you know, it's a totally different kind of headspace in there. Mm -hmm. you now I go in and I, I'm not going to say I know everything that she wants, but I'm learning. Mm -hmm. And there's sometimes there's some nice, some nice touches, some checking in like, hey, how you doing? How you feeling? Blah, blah, blah. And then there's the other times like, OK, now you are my fucking play thing. Let's get this shit done. And. and <laughs> And in, as she, as she nods in every relationship, I think there's a time and a place for that yeah, yes. because I myself would love to be, well, I love all those things. I love being told that I'm a nasty little whore. You, you, you use the word. Slut. <gasps> I said it very happy. <laughs> yes, um, quite. <laughs> uh, someone else talking. Now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> So, we were talking about how Lala likes to be called a slut. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, you okay, Lala? Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with uh, the writing you read. Um, I just think that sensuality can be an important element to BDSM, but standing on its own, I can see how it wouldn't necessarily, standing on its own, be seen as an act of BDSM. But as a part of a power exchange, I mean, the right the writer repeatedly mentions dominant and submissive, so there's definitely a bit of power exchange in the uh, in relationships he's discussing. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. In in that context, sensuality becomes a very important part of how those dynamics can be expressed. Yeah. Um, I know one of uh, the local dominants and friend of the show, Shock Doc, has expressed that. Most of what he is doing in BDSM with floggers isn't so much an attempt to satisfy any sort of sadistic impulse, but it's a desire to 
bring out sensations in the people he's playing with. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in that sense, he's very much a sensualist, but there's a certain context that goes along with it that helps make it a part of BDSM rather than being BDSM and it's right to get just sensation happy. I think, I think what he's saying too, though, um, Mr. Jacer, he's saying that he's created this bond, um, with a power. He's got the power, right? So he, he's using his control on her and causing this uncontrollable shudder, you know, and that's a turn on for him. Right. It's a power exchange. Not anyone's just going to lay down and let you do these things that are sensual or kinky. And so I, yeah, there is power control in that. So you're saying that anyone who is willing to engage in the sort of sensual activity they're describing is already engaging in a certain amount of power exchange, but just by consenting to it happening. I believe so. That's a fair take. And, and maybe that, maybe that is the true definition of a, sec- a sens- sensual, sensualist, <laughs> sensualist, sensualist, what? sexualist, sensualist is, is the, the trust to give up your power to have these emotions and, and feelings be brought upon you without, um, uh, can't think of the word. I think there's a certain amount of risk that that might expand the definition of power exchange a bit more than is useful for us. Because I think even just vanilla sex, there's a certain amount of consenting to be vulnerable with another person in a way that gives them power. Um, I haven't had vanilla sex in so long. I couldn't even answer that question for you. Lucky you. Uh, uh. Yes. <laughs> well, then, of course, it all becomes, like, we know that missionary is basically vanilla, but what is vanilla in this day and age? Yeah. I, how many things does somebody do where they're like, oh, no, this is just how we do our thing? And it's like, oh, no, that that's 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 nasty. People don't do that, but... There's, there's a lot of sliding definitions and... Uh, continuums rather than hard lines and people with different definitions putting the hard lines in various places it's really hard to say putting the hard things in various places i I think it's just ever evolving also true right i mean we were talking earlier about the 16 year old i mean i didn't even think about sex when i was 16 i didn't even know what it was i didn't know what bdsm was till i was in my 30s as a 16 year old i can guarantee that I was thinking about sex. I wasn't thinking about anything kinky, really, because I didn't know anything about it at that point. Mm-hmm. But as far as I knew, sex was just everything in the world at that point. Yeah, I <laughs> as a six not... year old, six year old boys, that's what we think. Okay, well, <laughs> well, most of us, uh, <laughs> our listeners like that. <laughs> Bunner, did you have anything to say about sensuality and BDSM? Because I always like another woman's input, and and I would love to hear your voice some more. Hi, Lala. Hi, honey. So, me personally, I believe that, like I said, for me personally, I think that sensuality and kink go hand in hand. For me, if I'm not willing to give you that level of trust and that level of consent, then that means that there is no real level of sensuality. So, if I'm willing to give up control and let you take the reins, that's that's sensual to me. It, it takes a lot for me to be able to trust somebody to do the sort of things that we do in this community. So 
I think that entails a, a very serious level of sensuality. I mean, not everything that I do is sensual, but for me, just giving up the, the control and being able to trust somebody on that level is sensual. That's all I have to say. That was great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yay, Bunner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, anything else to add on that? Jack Sparrow says, <laughs> first of all, Jack Sparrow is so freaking hot. Um, it's a heaty tonic holding one's body in one's hands. A heaty tonic? Heaty. Heaty. Not heady? Heady. Are we, are we talking Captain Jack Sparrow? Yeah. Johnny Depp? Yeah. I thought it was heady. Eh, maybe I was wrong. I don't know. Anyway. I thought it was heady. H. You're looking at me. I'm. Do you know how it's pronounced? I'm not sure what word you're using. So. Heady. H e a d y. Yeah, heady. Yeah, heady. No, well, heady is h e e d. I've always. Heady. Heady. Yeah. Uh, I've never heard that. Uh, I've never heard, heard the word heady before. Heady, no. <laughs> huh. I'm gonna look it up. You guys talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're using your phone, Lala. I'm using my phone. Stop <gasps> your phone. <laughs> talk about a sensual scene that. Maybe one of you have done. That then went into like hardcore kink. And go. Nope. My sensual scenes are for my mistress and myself. (laughs) And I'm sorry, listeners, that's off limits. Blech. Uh, uh, Hinge, yeah? Um, So I have a couple of swords um, that have... I don't think they're actually silk because they're not that... Uh, that that expensive, but silk-like, probably nylon um, tassels mm-hmm. hanging from the end, mm-hmm. um, which I have used to stroke along a partner's body, um, just dangling. So it's a bit of silk drifting across uh, their body. Nice. Um, and sometimes it's stuck to that because it wasn't with a particularly BDSM inclined partner. Um, but when it has been, I have a sword pointing out the other end of my hand. So I've uh, used that side for a bit more uh, rigorous play. Nice. Um, I was going to say, usually, and I don't know if this really goes for that, but when I'm doing a scene, I have a Wardenburg wheel, which for anyone that doesn't know that, think spurs on the back of a cowboy's boot. Only mm-hmm. really, really small and pointy and ouch, and I don't like them at all. Ah, you say small, small and pointy and ouch, but it all depends on how it's being used. God, I love them. I hate them. <laughs> mm. um, like, I like to use that as a sensation thing. I don't, like, press in really hard. Oh, I hope not. No, no, no. I'm, what I'm saying is... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Greedy is like... <laughs> He's having get your mom. hand out from under oh, your kilt God. right now. My mistress. <laughs> I guess Greedy is... Oh, wait. Gree, we didn't talk about your wardrobe, but we'll talk about that in we'll a moment. We'll talk about that in a minute, yeah. Yeah. My uh, mistress uh, presses, like, hard in as she's wheeling it across, and then she keeps her hand going in the same same direction and turns the wheel so it scrapes and rolls at the same time. Oh, yes! Yeah, like, yes. I've done it on the side where I'm kind of doing that same thing where it's scraping and rolling at the same time. Like uh-huh. cat but, scratch fever? Yeah, but not, like, oh, yeah. super hard, but you don't need something... You don't need a hard press with that tool. It's more so for the sensation of it all. Okay. Oh, I, I yeah. like it when she's going hard Oh, you hard just like blood. That it, yeah, that it slices into my flesh and leaves a, a series of 
diagonal slashes that run in this way. And Listeners, if you could see Lala's face right now. Let's. Awesome. I would like to point or finish out that. his story. Uh, yeah, 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 please. <laughs> no, I was just saying that using tools like that that are, you know, generally used in a more painful manner as Greedy has just described mm-hmm. can be used in a more sensual and just sensational type manner, type manner. Uh Greedy, now that we said that, what about your wardrobe is different today? Well, uh, there's, of course, the kilt that I'm wearing. That's not really different from You've worn other podcasts. I've worn it many times. It's a utility kilt, and I dig it. Uh, he does not wear underwear, and it's scary. Hey, kilts, the, the difference between a kilt and a skirt is what you don't wear under it. <laughs> okay? What color is your ribbon? Blue. Nice. Well, I don't know where you've been, but I see you've won, won first, first prize. prize. Um, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, we'll show you later. Look we'll up. show you later. Uh what was what was I saying? I, About your wardrobe. Oh yes, yes. So um, I actually encountered a friend of mine from high school on Facebook. I was about to say on FetLife. <laughs> no, no. Well, several of those, but not not in this case. Um, this friend who shall remain nameless is fucking awesome. I mean, she is just an incredible woman, and uh, I commented on a uh, vest that she made for her son. Because it is epic. I mean, the, it's it's uh, Harry Potter. Okay. Okay. So she replied with, uh, "What's your uh, what's your size and address?" And I gave her my size and address. And two three weeks later, I randomly get this uh, this package in the mail that's got two vests. Um, the first one is a reversible Star Wars vest, which has stormtroopers on the. One side, and then the Star Wars emblem and various Star Wars-related things on the other. which Star Wars emblem? The Rebels or the Empire? No, no, Star Wars, like the the title. Oh, actual Star Wars. Yeah, Ah, Star Wars. Nice. Um, The second one is a Harry Potter uh, theme uh, material on uh, the outside and just solid black on the inside. Did you watch Harry Potter? Yes. Okay, I'm just asking. Seriously? I don't know what all you With all the references I've made to Harry Potter... You may have oh heard God. something. I, uh, just, Memes just, are a thing. Harry Potter. I'm doing a Harry Potter baby shower, and I'm having so much fun. Oh, good times. <laughs> I made. I made. I was covered in gold. Uh, so, is it going to be a witch or wizard reveal party? <laughs> it's not a. It's it's a wizard. It's uh, a, but we're welcoming the baby Muggle because he's not a wizard. You're uh-huh. a wizard Muggle. You're you're a Muggle, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so yeah, a couple weeks later, um, I get this package. And open it up, and there's two individually pack individually wrapped packages inside. I open the first one, and it's the Harry Potter vest, and I'm like elated. I mean, this is this is epic. Wait, which house? Uh, it's just general. Oh, Harry okay. Potter. Um, I'll I'll show you all later. Uh, the second one, I open it up, and it's the Star Wars vest, but there's a kicker. It's got like a dozen bow ties in it too. Bow various ties? various Harry Potter and Star Wars bow ties. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Okay, so I did say that I was going to share this with a whole bunch of my friends and um that she should probably expect to get some orders. And she said, "Oh no, I'm not doing them for money. No, this is this is for a friend." Oh. So, uh y'all get to be jealous of me. Uh. <laughs> Nerd cred. All right. Beyond the nerd. We're going to go back. You guys were freaking right. It is Heady. Hetty. Hetty. He. Or did you misspell it? It's H. And... Well, how would you pronounce H-E-D-E? 
A what? Eat Haiti. H e d e. Yeah, that's how they're saying to to pronounce it. That would be heed. That's heed. Look, actually, heed. H e e d. H e d e with a okay. line over the second e. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the pronunciation is heedy. Thank oh. you. Well, Lala, but I still you were right. I still said it wrong Wait. though, didn't I? No, it's heady. Heady. How is that heady? H. Okay, so the the second e yeah. is the long line over the e. That's a long e sound <sighs> versus uh, the first e is eh. I've only heard I've only heady. heard it heady. Anyways, heady. Regardless, it means intoxicating. So a woman's body is intoxicating. A man's Agreed. body could be intoxicating to a woman. Agreed. So. No, if, uh, anybody could be. could be intoxicating could. to anybody. So. So there's going to be controversy on the on this. Uh, I need a little controversy. How to say this word? I've heard heady. It's heady. I've never heard. Th- Why would you say heady? That is so Let me weird. See. Let me see. Hey, hey, uh, anyway. both of you. We have a podcast to do. Goddamn it. Okay. We- I want you to look at greedy. Shut up. We look got a podcast to do. Look at the words. Wait. Let's do a speaker. Head. Listen. E. Listen. No. <laughs> Heady. Damn. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that Damn was it. Great. <laughs> Did it hey. pick up? Yeah, yeah, it picked up. Uh, it picked up. It absolutely picked up, and that will not be edited out. And we just like blew, blew out so many listeners' <laughs> speakers. Well, Tag we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna muffle low, that low, lower down lower. a little bit. All right. People. Anyway, we had a drop pick a while ago from Savory, and. <laughs> Uh, we didn't actually read the entire drop pickup because it was too long. It was like 17 pages. With all she was saying is, see above. <laughs> okay, so so uh, just just a, a refresher. This dude is sending her on, I want to say, Tinder. Uh, I think it was Kick. Kick? Is it Kick? I, I don't know. I think it was Kick. Uh, it's, it's some app. It's an unsolicited uh, hitting on PM. And he sends her message after message after message trying to get her to be his mistress or whatever. And she eventually just started saying, see above. Because she had said already. She had said already, no. She wasn't interested. I'm not interested. Please leave me alone. No. See above. See above. See above. See above. And... This this happened several weeks ago yeah. that she showed us about it, and it had already been several weeks in the making. Last night at game night, she came and showed us her cell phone again. He was still reaching out to her and reached out to her while I was looking at the fucking message. <laughs> so I replied. Uh-oh. What did you oh, reply, Greedy? I... I Informed him that um, he needs to listen to the Gotham Press podcast this coming <laughs> Wednesday because, well, yeah, just listen to it. And he says, oh, is that your podcast? And I said, why, yes, it is. It's my podcast. I wasn't lying. You were I mean, not. It wasn't her saying it. It was me. Yes. So um, word to the wise uh, for all of you listeners and anybody that knows somebody that's ever done this. If somebody says no, back the fuck off. Respect Respect their boundaries. If you don't, you're a fucking asshole. Uh, If you don't, you're also going to get put on the Gotham Press podcast as a dropped pickup. So, uh, to the mystery douche out there that won't respect her boundaries, hey, eat a bag of Richards. (laughs) We love you, Lala. You guys are so aggressive. I I don't even have words. Lala, Um, you you said we're aggressive. What would you like to say about this? I, I think... I think, one, when he didn't stop, she should have just ignored him and stopped 
uh, egging him on because because a re- even a negative reply is still a reply, which is hope in a sad, lonely person's eye or mailbox or PM. So that's encouraging. At least I was openly uh, mock aggressive about it. You're you're no, you're calling him sad and lonely and. That's probably true, it's, but he's still a fucking asshole. He, uh, see, I don't know what he said to her, so I can't go off that. But still, that's encouragement if on her part. That's but I'm being the devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, to to the guy that uh, reached out to her and won't stop. Um, just so you so you know, so we're all clear. She's not going to reply to you again. Anytime that she does reply, it's actually going to be me. Okay, so what did you say to him? Are you going to read it? Well, I told him. No, I, I, I He's told honest. him exactly that. Oh, okay. Listen to the Gotham Press podcast this Wednesday. So uh, I'm not going to say a name or any anything that could be identifying about this person. Um, I'm just going to say, hey, leave her alone. Yeah. Or we'll hunt you down and put you in a wood no, chipper and feed you to pigs. No, 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 oh. no. Was that too aggressive? That was too aggressive. Uh, <laughs> I, I won't go that far. Hold on, Green. Hold on. So, you won't. Lala. <laughs> so, Lala. Yeah? Do you own pigs? Uh, I'm curious. Uh, have you ever seen a movie about a little town I might in have. Minnesota? I might yeah. have. What's, what's um, that town Fargo? called? Yeah, Fargo. Or was it Wisconsin? Uh, if I, I have. North Dakota. North Dakota? Somewhere over there. Somewhere cold. Anyway, yes, Lala, you were cold. about to say. Well, I don't see why it matters if I have pigs or not. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> is one of them named Chris P. Bacon? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yep. Actually, it is. And I have two more named Eggs and Bacon. Oh. Okay. Eggs and Bacon. A day's work for a chicken. A lifetime commitment for a pig. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Wow. No. oh, wow. No. Oh, man. That was bad. Oh. It took you guys that a minute. So it did. Oh, my God. That was wonderful. Ugh. Oh, God. Oh. Dag Navatron. All right. Oh. Anyway, hey, hey uh, Greedy. Mm hmm. Is he something about a call to listeners? What are we calling them? Yeah, for? well, uh, this is a call out to listeners. Um, we would like you to submit sticker ideas. The Gotham Press Podcast has finally got stickers. Also, I was going to say, not just ideas, your artwork. Mm, artwork, yes. Uh, so About the Gotham Press. About the Gotham Press, uh, about naughty things that you think would make hilarious stickers. Mm-hmm. Um, about Lala? About Micromanager Lala? No. Oh, and candy. You yes. got to do them oh, about candy, candy, too. Candy. And her sweet box. And her sweet box. Let's Yum. get a drawing of her sweet box. Oh, yeah. That sweet, sweet box. Um, I so, am so concerned about what have we'll receive for that. About this. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be posting pictures of the Gotham Press Podcast stickers. Uh, I do believe you said something about stickers earlier. Yes. And I took your picture holding the sticker, and so we'll post it. Did you it. post it already? No. No? Good. Okay. Um, but we're going to be posting those. And we'll be uh, selling those, as uh, stated earlier. Uh, we'll actually be sending them out to our patrons because they deserve that shit. Um, but we've also got a few that are in the works. Um, these are stickers that are going to be sensor uh, stickers or naughty stickers. That's the first set that we're going to do. So things like uh, ribbed for her pleasure or for rectal use only. Um, <laughs> random random uh, a big black uh, rectangle that says censored. Um 
you know, just just funny stuff like that. So uh, hit us up with your ideas for hilarious stickers, and it may actually come to fruition. It may. It may not. It may not. We'll see. We shall see. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, I think I think we're about done for the episode. Yeah, almost let's, done. Almost. Let's, Before let's... we do that, we want to thank our sponsors. Yeah, mm, that's, that's a good idea. Say. No, because yeah. we, we love you, JW Paddles. We do love oh you, God. and we love your paddles. We love your wood. I love to stroke your wood. I like to rub <laughs> it on my face. Run my tongue. Oh, up we need soft, to get pictures of that. Hard wood. Mm. We need TikToks soft, of this. Hard wood. Greedy. Well, it's we need silky. TikToks of that. Silky hardwood. Oh yeah. Mm. Silky hardwood. Mm-hmm. Hardwood. Yeah. Hardwood. Slick hardwood. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, steel brat passies. Yep. Steel brat passies. For those of you that want something to suck on, contact steel brat passies. Wow. What? Wow. That just, was good. Just wow. Right. Hey, but you know, going back to the to J double. JWP paddles. JWP Um, They also have insertables. Insertables? Oh, you know yeah, that? yeah, yeah. They I, do. I, I actually helped design those insertables. So you can even put your mouth on that if you insert it only in the right place. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See? Mm. You can put your mouth around some hard wood. <laughs> uh, purveyors of all things perverse and fine wood. Here, get this wet for me. Uh. Uh, finally, we'd like to thank Piercings by B, who provide all Piercer Greedy patron-level support. So, uh, if you're in the Greater Bakersfield area and looking to get a piercing, contact B. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, with that, I think we reached that beautiful time where we asked, final it, thoughts, Greedy? You dick. Um, observe other people's uh, boundaries. Follow consent. In that, that is waiting for an enthusiastic, informed yes. If you don't get that, it's not consensual. So... Don't take it personal. Just take off. Oh, I thought you were going to say just take it. <laughs> that too. Uh, no. Uh, Hidden GN, final uh, thoughts? I mostly echo those considering two of our big areas tonight were about consent. One about the case in Carolinas and one's about Savory's fucking asshole. <laughs> um, Dang, Navadron. We, 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 yeah, consent. That, that hurt our feelings. I no our means feelings. no. If you get a no, stop. Mm-hmm. Lala, final thoughts? Uh, be sensual because it's fun and it's kinky. It can be kinky. It's good. Do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go do it right now. Mm. Oh, all right. Oh, my. <sighs> yeah. Captain, final <laughs> thoughts? <sighs> <sighs> Hey, hey, this is a Stop Captain, it. Hold on, this, this is Captain Austin here just saying thank you all. <laughs> Being beaten on and saying thank you all for joining the Gotham Press one more time. We enjoyed having you, having you here, and we hope you all have a great rest of whatever generic time of day it is for you. We are out. Bye. I think I'm going to put a Gotham Press podcast sticker over the HP emblem on your laptop. Go for it. I love it when you go into those dulcet tones at the end, <laughs> uh, all sexy and I'm sultry. I'm very glad I could help you out with that. Lala. Rather sensual. deceitful. Like if you, if you Fuck could you, greedy. do that in, in someone's ear and man, they'll be wet panties You all should around. see the like, sides seriously. being made behind you right now by Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, that's freaking hot now, and sexy as hell. Now, Bunner, have I ever spoken to you in this particular type of tone? No. 
Would you, only every other sentence. Hold, hold that thought. Is that a disappointment that he would, has never spoken to you? Would with you that like me to speak to you in this particular type of tone? Hard fucking yes. Okay, so I'll have to speak to you like this a bit more often. She wants some hard fucking now. Go. She wants some hard fucking. Also, very much of that, please and thank you. Very much of the hard fucking. Hey, listeners, in this, tone. this is a P.S. at the end yes. of our episode. <laughs> we wanted to tell you all the she, wonderful things that are happening in our community getting in rather the near indign- future. Indignant Starting there. with I, this I heard, Friday, the 29th, uh, we're having go, Dirty woman. Story Night. Oh, your daddy. It is Saturday. The 29th. It's Saturday. Dirty Story Night. Dirty Story Night. Where you come and you read your dirty stories. It's going to be fun. And then there's going to be BDSM 101 with Master Bear on March the 7th. Again, Saturday. Saturday. In case you didn't get that. And listeners, on March 21st, we're having pregnancy play and breeding with Rain. Mark your calendars, folks, because Shock Doc is at it again. June 6th, he's doing a Flogging 201, hands-on. And then June 20th, there will be a Rope 101 with Mr. Morsis to get you started on your own journey through rope. So many things to take advantage of. Yay. Mark your calendars and come join us. It's amazing. Hope to see you all there. Bye. Bye. (laughs) And we are learning.